What's up, everybody? I'm Kiyoshi. Bobby Foster. Michael Beveraji. And this is Take Away My Mic. I'm congested. (laughs) (laughs) So if you hear hear my nose all stuffy, my allergies are doing its biggest one. The, The weather is changing back and forth i don't global warming is real why was it 70 degrees yesterday and now it's like 30 i went outside to take romeo i was like i'm jealous what why it's summer all year here and i hate it <laughs> that is some it's hot shit. That is no so it's t- no nah, it's the worst i do not like it <laughs> is it like a dry heat no florida's like a swamp you oh, step really? outside you sweat you don't <laughs> no, know if you're sweating sticky. or if it's just the air okay never mind then. yeah never mind Got a uh, baby powder between the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Michael? I'm staying ready. I respect that, brother. Uh, <laughs> yo, weather issues, same here. I drive a truck, and it's like an older truck, so there's like always mechanical issues with it randomly, and both windows roll down and won't roll back up. They're like stuck. So now they're both <laughs> wide open, and it was pouring rain this morning, oh and God. it's like flooded inside of my car. Oh, no. No. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, that's what I'm dealing with. Aside from that, I'm fucking fantastic. I nice. love that. How are you, Bobby? I'm good. I got like ten hours of sleep, so I'm feeling rejuvenated. Me and Stephanie watched like a whole. We we had a lady a lazy Sunday and watched like a whole season. Not like a whole season, a whole season of uh, this show called Invasion on Apple TV. I don't know if y'all okay. have seen that. That's just, it I was heard of Invasion. Fire. It was fire. I like it. I love shows that have like a gigantic, diverse cast, but then it's like they all connect at some point. But it's like you, ha- so you know what I'm saying? It's like you have kind of like a like character over here and a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is us. Okay. Oh, shout out to This Is Us. Oh my God. Isn't it beautiful we can talk about this again? Isn't yes. It nice? so you can just let it all out. Facts. Shout, shout out, out to the strikers. Yeah. The, you know, the actors and the writers. Y'all saved Hollywood. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, you know, still it's still FD's studios and tech companies that because listen, the one strike, billion dollars is one small. Bi- in comparison one billion. To you. It was a billion is what the deal was gonna cost these companies. And it's just crazy because like this is, you know, the combination of Apple, um, uh, Amazon, Netflix, all the streamers, all the studios, y'all could have came up with a billion dollars in like 10 yeah, minutes easy. of looking at your spreadsheet. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just but ain't want to give them no money. Just stingy, dog. Yeah, I'm just glad that they got you know they're getting paid more. But honestly, from like a humanity standpoint, I'm glad that they got the AI regulated because that was the real issue of the whole that thing. Was in my terrifying. Opinion. Yeah, that was. But they got it all settled. But okay, good. yeah, so shout out to us being able to talk about movies and stuff. I'm, I'm hyped for that. It's a yeah, little concerning I'm- seeing a three year deal for me. Yeah, it's only three years. It's a little concerning is, because you get yeah. you know, in three more years, we revisit it, and then who knows like what kind of advantage they could take over the writers at that point and the actors. I just hope that, I don't know, it, there's no hope. When that time comes, they're going to strike again, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, you know, they get another uh, good deal for them. Uh, usually those collective gotta, bargaining agreements are a little bit longer, usually. I, yeah, I feel like they are. Mm-hmm. Usually, you set yourself up for like at least five. Six, it's because they years. were so very prepared to get on that AI shit and not pay them anything. Yeah, they were so ready to do that shit, and now it's all down the drain, and they just in their fifis. They're in their feelings. Yeah, <laughs> that AI stuff. Oh my god! In the arts situation, it's just gonna be something where they're just gonna have to keep it constantly regulated, or it's music just gonna ruin too. everything. They need a damn union. Yeah, the music's music gonna. Industry? Music's they need a screwed. union. Nah, music's no, gonna be screwed for sure. 
I'm saying that anyway, like the way they do them deals, like the distribution between writers and producers and artists, it's like all the money is going to when I say Billy Bob and his high rise, they need a union. Yeah, they, they do. They need rules and regulations in the music industry. Just keep doing whatever the fuck. Just keep staying unsigned, even though it makes it harder to tour. Is that's the yeah. downfall? Unless you've got great credit, it's a real downfall. Say, got a loan for your tour, it doesn't really work. Well, our first question this week comes from Brian. I share. Uh, he said, "Are there any albums you think deserve to get?" album of the year or any other major awards i like to think of future nostalgia as an example i feel like we talked about that a little bit in our grammy stream if you missed it uh we reacted to like all the main categories of the 2024 grammys coming up and we talked about quite a few snubs quite a few people that we felt like had incredible projects and got no recognition at all album of the year i definitely say ray for sure, without yeah. a doubt. We're talking all time because they mentioned future nostalgia. That's a which was like years. a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I guess we could do like older. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you Lemonade could do... should have won our album with a fucking year, dog. <laughs> Renaissance should have won album with a fucking Harry's year, House. Dog. Harry's then, House. You know, we already been over all of this. <laughs> we talking about older shit, but as far as like this year, yeah, I'd say Ray for sure. Ray's <laughs> Ray's album was eclectic. It was well thought out. It was it was so like sonically diverse and just an excellent project. And the vocals on that project too. Yeah, Ray Ray definitely could have gone out for album of the year. Easy, like very. Easy. I I feel like I don't even know who he ever went up against. But the fact that Kendrick Lamar does not have an album of the year doesn't sit right with me at all because he has a Pulitzer for one album, another one archived in the National um, Library or whatever. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City, to this day, is it 11 years now? Has never left the Billboard 200. Uh, and it's known as like one of the best rap albums of all time. So it's just like the fact that he does not have an album of the year at this point is just blasphemy to me. It's crazy. I would have thought Damn would have got everybody loved Damn. Yeah. Okay. So Damn, that was wild to me because everyone was always saying with like Good Kid and then to Pimple Butterfly, it's like, oh, he doesn't have like the commercial success needed to get album of the year. And like Damn sold like really well. It got the Pulitzer. It was like critically acclaimed. Yeah. I just. Wait, how many of his projects have Pulitzers? Uh, just damn. But he's the he's the only rapper with a Pulitzer. That never that never happens. Actually, he, is he the only artist with a Pulitzer for an album? Yeah. So I guess I yeah I, I would say one of Kendrick's albums I feel like should have got album of the year at this point. Yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a list of of music artists with Pulitzer prizes, and they're all from like the 1920s. Yeah, 1910. It was a big deal. Wow. It was a big deal. That man nope. up in there with Bakken now. When was Bakken? <laughs> <laughs> Both songs. No, like literally, yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. else on here. The person that, I, that comes to mind immediately for me, we already talked about it again because we did the Grammys episode, but The weekend is a wild uh, I mean, After Hours, even Dawn FM, he, he wasn't submitting yeah. by then. That was another great project that came out in 2021, 2022. They paid him out. absolute dust. Like, you're talking like a, you know, all time, like all time, all time, all time artists. And for him to not have one on his ledger is kind of like blasphemous. Yeah. After Hours getting snubbed everywhere. Because he was winning every other award that year and like every other show. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get one nomination at the Grammys. That was blasphemy. They were like, oh, blasphemy. he has enough. He has enough. Yeah. Because he was literally like sweeping everywhere. 
Like every other award wow. show, he was winning everything. It was a great project. Oh my god! Like, and then the biggest Grammy snub for me is Zayn, of course, because <laughs> no, they play, they play, they actually legitimately played Zayn. They when in 2017 when he left the band and he had massive success, number one album, number one hit, and Pillow Talk. Uh, Pillow Talk was the shit. Pillow Talk is like a big deal. Pillow Talk is a big deal as far Pillow as the, Talk. the numbers it did. But they, they didn't give him any love for Best New Artist because he was already part of the band One Direction. And that was just a bunch of nonsense. Right. Mm. Is that like a thing? Like, is that, is that like an They're actual They're like, oh, he's not new. He's in a they, group. They said they, they had asked the actual, like, some, some head, some CEO guy that is in charge of, like, the Grammy Awards. And he said, well, because of his success with One Direction, we didn't feel like he qualified for Best New Artist. But then look at their Best oh, New right. Artist list now. These people have, like, four albums out already. So, yeah. like, what are... <laughs> What are we going off? That's of? true. Discrimination. Discrimination. That's true. I feel like I feel like if you leave a band, I wonder not, if they'll put like Normani up there when she drops an album. Right? It'd be the same exact thing. She shouldn't. She probably shouldn't qualify if they're going off of that. But I think that's not fair. Yeah, I agree. Was Beyonce ever up for best um, new artist? Best, best new, artist? new artist? Or like Justin Timberlake? Or I can't I'm just, remember. If I'm, I'm just trying to think of people that left groups. You have to go. I don't. Harry Styles wasn't, so I'm assuming that they, they they've been doing this for a while now. Mm. Oh no! I want to do another question. Let's do it. Lots of good questions this week. So this one came comes from Y2K Saint, and they said, "What album from the '90s and uh, early uh, 2000s would you give to an artist that has debuted in the past decade?" I don't understand so like, that question. So like Whoa. an album that came out in the '90s or the early 2000s, not the mm-hmm. 2010s, like just the 2000s. Uh-huh. Uh, would you give to an artist that's debuted in the past decade? So like a newer person, what old album could you hear them singing? I have a really easy one. Damn, that's a tough question. Cause I gotta go, of, yeah, it's about. tough because I still can't answer it. So y'all got. I can't. I don't I'll know go first because it popped in my head as I was reading it. Um, okay. Every, every well, those of you guys who know me know that my favorite Brandy album is Never Say Never. Okay, it's my favorite. Um, so many excellent tracks with an angel in disguise. Oh, uh, I would give that to Coco Jones just because I heard her do a Brandy cover. And I was like, okay. I like her. I was like, I like her tone on this song. Like, obviously, their voices are different, but I would love to hear mm. her sing some of those songs. Um, I think she will body them. I'm gonna go with. You said early 2000s as well. Yeah, 90s or uh, 2000s. I'm gonna go with Continuum by John Mayer. It's one of my favorite albums ever. Um, and John's like got that classically smooth vocal, but I'm gonna swap him out with Chris Stapleton. Who's got I like love Chris Stapleton. All to just like an all-time vocalist, like with with the rasp and the power. Is that Tennessee whiskey? Yeah, that's Tennessee. That's Tennessee. Okay, whiskey. yeah. That's Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> I know Tennessee whiskey. Though. Chris Stapleton sings. Like, Wait, so sing. but didn't it have to be a new artist? Yeah, within the last ten years, with that debut within the last Although decade. Debut. Okay, okay, so yeah, he's been in the last ten years. Yeah. Cool. Oh my god. Um, I'm trying to think of like a rapper that came out in like the last ten years that like. Is Kendrick the last ten years or no? Nah, he was too. Well, I mean, kind of. He he debuted in like like his first major album was like 2012. Y'all, this is a hard one. How did y'all come up with ideas so fast? Maybe like one of these dope (laughs) new female rappers on like like some older like classical. Oh my God, put Megan on How Many Licks by Lil' Kim. How many Something like that. I don't think I got anything. I can't, I can't think of anything for this one. 
I'm trying got, to think of who nothing. you like now who's like a new rapper. Ooh, like. ooh, ooh. Big Sean hasn't been around would, for 10 years. I would want to see Earth Gang do some type of um, Outcast album. There you go. There you yeah. go. I would want to see that happen. Because people call them like the new Outcast out of Atlanta. So I wouldn't I, disagree with that. I, I feel like they could do it. I feel like they could do it for sure. They have okay. the musicality to nail it. They're really good rappers. They They, they definitely could do it. I love Earth Gang. Yeah. Their their uh color show is one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Oh my god. They're Great so sign sick. by J. Cole. Shout out uh Spillage Village as well. Ooh, Jid could do some type of Lil Wayne album, probably. Easy. Ooh. Yeah, Jid Jid could do a Lil Wayne album. Yeah. yeah sure. Okay. Yeah. There we go. What are we talking about? SNL? Because I didn't watch it. I refuse to watch it. My <laughs> you and I me and Maya might end up fighting. I don't know. I know, I know, we never oh. do. We never do, but we end up fighting for the first time ever. Let's do it. <laughs> so Drama. Where's my I don't, popcorn? Know, I don't know if I should open this up as the antagonist. So, yeah, SNL did a skit because that's what they do. And the skit was on Britney Spears, and the skit pertained to uh, the, uh, a bunch of impressions of different people reading along to her new book. Uh, and it's made some waves. It's made some waves. I think Britney even responded to it. Or Britney's representatives responded to it. Yeah, it was her representative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Her representative dragged. So, yeah, have we seen it, guys? How do we feel about this? Where are we at mentally? I saw maybe a two-second clip of it, and then I cut it off. Um, the only thing that I, I thought was funny about it it's because I enjoy her as an entity. I don't know much about her, but Julia Fox is fucking hilarious to me. Like, just her as a person. <laughs> like, I love her Z-Way interview. Y'all know who Z-Way is? No, yeah, yeah. I know Julia Fox is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she did an interview with Z-Way, and her personality was just very... Yeah, I saw <laughs> just clips of that. So, so the style of, like, her trying to read Britney's book, I get why that's funny. It bothered me. It bothered me for a couple of reasons. One, because SNL has a history of, I consider them to be along the same lines. Not completely, but, like, kind of tabloid-esque. Like, they've kept up with pop culture over the years. They are, like, super tapped in uh, with stuff like that. So, obviously, if you follow and you know anything about Britney... Uh, she was just very vilified and tormented by the media for many, many years. They called her crazy. They said she was a bad mom. They, And this is across the board, like TV shows, night shows, award show jokes. Like it was, it was just full saturation as far as like Britney was concerned and the way that she was viewed in the public. And this book, I read the book over on Patreon with all my people. Shout out to y'all. Thank you for being there. But we read the book and the book was just talking about her, her life and all the trauma that she's experienced. All of it. She talked about all of it. I was boohooing at the end, like crying because I'm like, damn, I'm just glad that she's alive. You feel me? Like the way I wouldn't have been able to take all that shit if I'm being completely fucking honest with you. Everything that she dealt with, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was too much for a person, to be honest with you. Like she had nobody. Her family was against her. The media was against her. Um, her fans started turning against her because she wasn't performing her best or whatever. Like, but she was under conservatorship. She was she was a prisoner, and it was all of that. So I just don't want to see it made light of. I, I don't think it's funny in any capacity. And that's why Justin Timberlake's ass was so shook. Because I'm going to believe Britney, because she hasn't been allowed to talk for 13 years. I'm going to believe whatever the fuck she says. It, it's clear in like her behavior. Everybody talks about like how she is now. And she was like, 
I'll clearly, you know, something's going on with her, like judging her dancing, judging like all that other shit. I'm like, bro, read her book and see like what she experienced. I let her twirl around. She wasn't able to do shit. So like, I just don't want to see that being made fun of. The book, exp the book itself, especially because it was just too much fucked up shit in there, and then y'all pulled out some shit that wasn't even in there, like just made up a segment of it, and now tabloids because they their tabloids do what they do and running with running with whatever SNL said in the skit when it wasn't even a part of the book, talking about like making fun of uh, Justin Timberlake's dick size or something like that. It was something like that, and I was just like. Y'all ain't tired yet? Why you sending more, like, just sending more bullshit? She's experienced enough bullshit. She ain't say nothing about that man's dick size in the book. Relax. Like, I get, like, you just can't make a joke out of certain shit. I feel the same way, because on that same episode, they made a joke about the fucking genocide that we're in right now. Tasteless. Ta like, complete, completely fucking tasteless, dog. So the fact that they did that shit back to back, I was like, oh, y'all really don't give a fuck, and I don't care, and I'm glad your ratings are dropping. I'm glad y'all need to go to the depths <laughs> of hell for humor to try to get people to watch your fucking show, because nobody's cared in a, in a millennium. Yeah, I, the the Hamas joke was wild. That, that, that shit was the, insane. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to defend that because that was. But this is like a super subjective thing again. So uh, I actually have no problem with the Britney Spears sketch personally. Uh, it starts with expectations for me. Um, I was just telling Bobby South Park grew up on that. Uh, SNL grew up on that. Stand-up comedians grew up on them. They're not going to miss a beat when something like this happens. It's just like that's the history of all these things. And that's not to say that like things aren't like I've had problems with S SNL's done blackface. Like SNL's done fucked up things. Mm -hmm. Comedian like Dave Chappelle, my favorite comedian of all time, he's done fucked up things. South Park has done fucked up things. I wasn't I, allowed to watch South Park because I don't even have a reference. South I know Park. it was horrible though. I heard about it. I know, yeah. I know it was bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, South Park is the worst out of all these entities to be honest. Damn. But like SNL, like most recent, like most recently they are, again, this is expectation from me. They did the try, like they did a Try Guy sketch. Um, sketch. After their the whole like, they did do that, didn't they? They did. They did a Johnny Depp Amber Heard sketch. Like they just, this is the expectation. They don't leave things alone. They never I have. That. I missed they, that. They never ever have. So first, when it happens, I'm not surprised. So I start with that. My next thing is to watch it and go, okay, is this gonna be like really bad in like an offensive way, or is this gonna be something I actually laugh at? And I was laughing because genuine. Like I thought they didn't make fun of the book in any way. And I thought that their attempt to, like, you pointed out the little dick thing that they did. Um, mm -hmm. they did was a, that the extent of it? That was the only little clip I saw. No, they also had um, a Jada Pinkett Smith thing in there, too, which isn't, <laughs> which isn't going to help your, your case yet. Well, I just, <laughs> I'm just glad I, I missed it. Father, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, like, I feel like they were trying to take away from the book. I feel like they were trying hard not to make fun of the book. Like, they didn't want to pull... An actual quote. An actual quote from the book. The whole sketch was about impressions. Like the okay. whole sketch was about there was the Julia Fox impression. There was a Timothy Chalamet impression, which I actually thought was was interesting because that to me it was kind of the most offensive impression out of all the impressions. Until Timothy Chalamet was the host that night. There were, <laughs> Burst there, your bubble. <laughs> How yeah, did? there was the John Mulaney impression. There was just a bunch of impressions, and I feel like it was just... And the argument you can make is, like, why can't they just do a sketch 
to get impressions off. Like if the point was just to get a bunch of impressions off, they could have done it based on something else. But then I just go back to expectations. My expectation is that they're going to touch on what's hot right now. And to me, I actually thought it like, man, hot fucking take, but I thought it was in pretty good tastes just because they avoided Britney as much as they could. In my opinion, outside of the actual Britney impression. I feel like I'm just complete. I, obviously, I love Britney, so I'm sensitive around her anyway. But after what the fuck Timberland said... When well, he yeah. was sitting on that little panel talking about, I told Justin Timberlake she he need to put a muzzle on her. We haven't talked about that, right, on the show? I don't think so because no. it would just be me cussing him out. But that happened before the SNL sketch, and I was just already on ten. Like, can y'all shut the fuck up? It's like it really is. It really is just an irritation of she went through all this horrible shit. Just leave her alone now. Like, just leave. It's okay. I get it. It's hot. It's a hot topic. But there's a lot of people who, like, even refuse to read her book just because they still believe the narrative. They think she's crazy and and all this other shit. So they're not even going to take the time to take it as serious for, like, what it is and, and learn about all this stuff that she experienced. But it's just... It just feels insensitive as fuck. I just want everybody to leave Britney alone. So that's why I'm just like, can y'all shut the fuck up, SNL, Timbaland? Shut your ass up. Yeah. Everybody leave. Just leave Britney alone, though. <laughs> I think, like, the context in which makes the skit questionable is more like, I would say the majority of the reason, like, all of the abuse that Britney went through was due to the media. Right, yeah. in the first place so i think like having that context is like it makes it so that any type of media that kind of perpetuates like what she already went through because of them is kind of in bad taste like and i feel like it's gonna be like that forever because they're pretty much like the abuser that yeah. put her in the situation she's in so adding like it just adds to their legacy of that. It's like almost in a way, I don't know if you can do something in the media to Britney Spears where it's like not going to be insensitive. Like, Because y'all already did the most. Y'all burned the bridge. Yeah, because bridge I feel like it's that, that original trauma was caused by them. And there hasn't even been a collective like, oh, yeah, we, we did Britney wrong. Like, there's never been that on, like, a level of media. Like, and I damn, think, and I'll write this book, and you gonna make fun of this shit, too? Fuck y'all! Yeah, that's, it kind of, like, adds to it. But, like, my, like what Michael's saying, I mean, I get what you're saying, too. Like, I don't like I don't think there's anything wrong with the skit. Like, as far as, like, what was going on in the skit and anything like that. Like, I don't think anything in the skit was offensive. I think, like, when you zoom out and just kind of see, like, Britney's life and her career and how she ended up where she's at. I feel like it stems from skits like that. Um, even like other SNL skits they did in the past with like Justin Timberlake and like him kind of always throwing shade at Britney and like stuff like that. I don't, there's just history involved there. It's um, too much history for me to be like, no, y'all don't get a pass. You don't get a fuck. Fuck you. Y'all were part of the problem. Like actually an actual part of the problem. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, That's on, what, yeah. it's on tape. Like yeah. we have the videos that are, we remember. We remember everything that y'all used to say about her. And it'd be different if they came back on some, obviously it's 2023. We, we've learned how fucked up all that whole era was. Perez Hilton, all of that horrible shit. Like none of that shit was funny and acknowledge it maybe. Then maybe we can get we can take a little jokey joke, but no, like y'all don't get to make fun of me, traumatize me, and then I write a book about everything that I experienced, and then you get to make fun of that book. Eat a dick. I just don't think there's been any heal, like collective healing 
uh, oh, from the Britney stuff. Yeah, 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 because it's kind of gone on unrecognized. So I think that all just adds into it. As but to I like Julia Fox. It feels a little was, tasteless. Yeah, I was, I was, I was dying. I was Julia Fox impression, the job, but I was dying at the impressions. I wasn't yeah. dying at the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Britney Spears, like Julia Fox impression, was hilarious. The John Mulaney impression was hysterical. The Timothy Chalamet impression, I was like, yo, Timothy really let them like impersonate him like that, like in that in the way that they did it. That's pretty funny. And I almost forgot that we were doing like a Britney Spears sketch until like, you know. And then the the, the Jada Pinkett Smith thing, which you didn't see. Yeah, I think there could be some funniness and unfunny things. In my mind, I'm like, y'all have y- y'all not friends. Y'all ain't make amends. This is not cool. Like, ha, this yeah. is not, Britney so, does not fuck with y'all. Like, no, <laughs> y'all but, do not fuck with Britney. So let's not. The best solution it sounds like, because you know we obviously agree to disagree. Plus, I understand where you guys are coming from. Very obviously, so I feel like the best solution would be like. To, to have her like be a host potentially one day or should she just stay away from the whole thing i i don't know about that solution to what solution to the damage that snl specifically has done to her over the years mm. unless she can get up there and cuss folk out i don't see the reason <laughs> unless she can get up on snl and be like yeah so fuck all of you publications hey snl fuck you too because you guys were part of it um, who vilified me? Read my book. If she can't go up there and talk real shit, then no. <laughs> I'm not going up there to appease y'all. Y'all feel guilty and shit, so y'all just gonna give me a spy hell no. Like y'all need to let if she can go up there and let the chopper sing, then maybe. Her whole monologue is just like completely bashing SNL. I love that Perez Hilton and all them other people, yeah. paparazzi. I would she would need to let it go. She would just need to, that's the only way I feel comfortable with that. <laughs> is yeah. if she get the cuss, folks. I see the vision, and then just a bunch of skits where she's centered, but she's centered in, in you know on a pedestal, and then below her is kind of like uh, we're attacking the media more so, and putting them in like the comical light as opposed to her. Mm-hmm. We need to drag Kevin Federline and Justin Timberlake as well. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in so long. Exactly, and you will never again because he's irrelevant. Yeah, that's why I could talk about Britney forever, man. That book is good as hell. If you have not read it, mm-hmm. go read it. Go read it and you gonna understand why she twirling in her living room. Don't be commenting on shit y'all just have no clue about. I'm just saying. That girl is free. That's what freedom looks like. <laughs> I love Britney Spears, okay? And I just not, I'm just not gonna take no more slander. It cannot happen no more. Not while I have breath in my body! <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite movies ever is The Notebook, and I was watching her audition. She was she killed that audition for The Notebook. I was watching the, the clips. I was Talent. like, I, I was like, I could see it. Rachel McAdams, obviously legend, but I could see, I could see Britney in the role. She acts at the Mickey Mouse Club at work. Yes, she acts. She sings. She dances. Britney is a talent. She has always been a talent. I just love her. She just deserves so much better. And and we are in the year twenty twenty three. Leave that. Leave her alone. Okay, so we have a very convoluted question <laughs> from my baby i am john grad i love him so much um they said so take your favorite person and all of their talent and put it into an artist that you can't stand at all okay so maya i love you and i hate putting you in this predicament but let's take beyonce and her voice and everything and put it in chris brown's body 
<laughs> hang out and still Beyonce's voice and stuff. You just have to see Chris, and he's the only way you would get Beyonce. So could you do it? Could you still listen to your fave, or would you hang it up? And for Michael, can you switch Zayn with Morgan Wallen? And Bobby, can you switch Big Sean with Kodak Black? I wonder why they got Kodak Black. Where they got Kodak Black from? It's treacherous. (laughs) Just treacherous, dog. No, I, bruh. I definitely think I could. Absolutely. (laughs) Wait, could what? Because I love Big Sean. So, yeah, for sure. So, you're still like, I'd still tune in. I'd have to see the backflip, man. Every time I listen to Beyonce. You're at the Renaissance tour. This is kind of like a would you rather question (laughs) in a sense. And like, <laughs> I hate that visual. I hate that visual. I feel like the question is essentially, would you still listen to your fave if they were extremely pro- uh, problematic? I feel like that's essentially the question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's essentially the question. And to answer that, I still listen to Kanye West here and there. So I guess so. <laughs> I'm screaming. I guess so. Yeah, my connection with Zayn is way too deep. I, it'd fuck everything up. Because it's like... it's like <laughs> <laughs> My connection with him is the person he is. Like, it's, yeah. Uh, so, like, it would just ruin everything. I guess that... Yeah, I mean, we talk about parasocial stuff a lot on here. And it's very much that in that regard. So if he was, like, Morgan, Wall- Morgan Wallening out here, I I couldn't get past that. Not racist. So is the though. person that you're switching the body with where just like so their whole like backstory and personhood and all that is still like the same? Like they're like they're I don't know. That, they didn't clarify. I think mm. they just said their voice and their music is in this person now. It's still that person, that horrible person, but mm. now they just have all your faves music in their voice and shit. Can't give I, up Big Sean's music, so I'm taking one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I. I'm just picturing. I wish this was a basketball question. Because <laughs> if this was a basketball question, I feel like I'd be a little bit more like I don't know. Because some of these basketball players have ugly games. So if you were saying like, oh, you take all of LeBron's skill and put it in, um, who plays uh, on? Well, Luka is that who good. plays ugly? There's players that <laughs> play so ugly that are so irritating to watch. LeBron oh, had like J- like Jalen Brown's left. They got to learn how to move their body right. They were just so ugly. You know, Kobe like, was out there tap dancing. Just get into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, he did ba- uh, ballet, right? Yeah. He did ballet. He did mm-hmm. tap yeah, dancing. He did tap dancing. All yeah. to be better at basketball. Because yeah. footwork is important. Crazy. And, yeah, some of these people just ugly out here. To answer the question, I I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think so. This is just a weird, fun question, and I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to see Chris Brown do heated. I don't want to do that. Michael put it in my mind. It was like, imagine going to the Renaissance (laughs) store and it's Christopher Maurice on stage. Well, what if he backflipped on beat? I don't care. (laughs) I I don't want to see that. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. So y'all don't I don't like the faces he makes when he sings either. Mm. Y'all know who? Do y'all know who Trevor Jackson is? I was literally singing that in my head when you said that. <laughs> nah. Trevor I gotta, Jackson. I gotta send you that clip, Michael. He was in Red, he was in Let It Shine with Coco Jones and Tyler James Williams on Disney Channel. But he's like his voice isn't like that bad. But he sings like Christopher Maurice. 
He does People all them same like, like facial expressions. Yeah, Trey songs <laughs> like that whole that whole vibe and energy. And he took Taylor song a little made me sweat, made me water. Uh, that we said we liked, mm-hmm. and gender swapped it. And it was just and his facial it was, expressions were hilarious. It was very like no homo the song, and I hate when <laughs> men do that when they take songs that like. I'm like, bro, be secure in your sexuality and sing the yeah. fucking song. Jesus. Yeah. Switch, switch the lyrics up. Yeah. I was like, uh, this don't even sound good to me. He said I'm her like, instead yeah. of him. Okay, okay, yeah. hold on. When you just went, uh, I, I, so when you did that, I was thinking Blick Blick by Coy LeRae and Nicki Minaj. Anyway, when, when, uh, no, no, no. That was not a diss. She goes, uh, oh, push it. No, push I it, know. Click. Okay, anyway. But that just also reminded me. I found out when listening to that song, I feel like when you have like a uh in your chorus, it's an automatic hit every single time. <laughs> you I'll said, just, I don't, uh, it's true. Uh-huh. It, there, there's another one. I'll tell you, it, it just makes it. So I have a few things that automatically make songs better. If you have an uh in there, if you got double claps, yo, I don't know what it is about double clap, but the Every time, turn it up. Did you grow up it, in Florida? Where you from? Here, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was born like outside Chicago, but I moved here when I was three. But okay. um, and then a choir, double clap. You country and shit. Choir. I love a choir. I do Choirs like make every song better. That's every true. single song. Throw a choir on anything. Shout out to God is a woman. Yeah. Or just a ton of stacked vocals, like Water, for example, where it sounds like a choir. It just mm-hmm. makes life better. Like everyone should do it. Agreed. Everyone Agreed. needs to have a choir in their studio sessions, and if you don't, you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> Bobby said, <laughs> if it doesn't fit your vibe, make it fit your vibe. Exactly. It needs 100%. to be there. But this does. question is this question is from hell. I'm sorry. I can't yeah. do this. <laughs> <laughs> this question is from hell. I don't want to see Christopher Maurice sing plastic off the sofa. I don't want. I, I can't do it. If he did a co- if he forget the question, if he did a cover of Plastic Off the Sofa, would you be curious? No. No. His voice hasn't sounded good to me in many eons. There's nothing he could do that would like raise your eyebrow and, and like a oh, that's interesting way. Like I might check that out. No. I'm just curious. Gen- genuinely, like him him as a person aside, his music fell off very hard to me. I still feel like cuz again, it's coming from the standpoint, I was a fan. I was a super fan, and I let his ass go. That's why I know it's possible. It, his first two albums are still my favorite. And I've heard, I've uh, all the songs I've heard of his have been involuntary. But I heard, I hear what he's doing recently. And it don't move me. His old shit, it just it was way better to me, like in my mm. mind. I could be objective. Y'all know I'm not a hater. If he still made good yeah. music, I'd say that and be like, he's good fucking sucks for the first But yeah, his music is, is very... You know, it so, is what it is. It's so up to times. Even when he like collab, because he still gets support from a lot of women, obviously. So even if he collabs with like a favor of yours, you're just like, I'm not like it doesn't interest you at all. Well, she didn't tune into the Chloe one, so I did yeah, not. Yeah, that's a good, perfect example. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was. Oh, my heart hurt. My heart hurt. My heart hurt. I could not wait to make that reaction video. I couldn't do it. I was like, <laughs> girl, you had to do for your debut album. We had to have the backflip, man. It didn't do nothing for ratings or nothing. It was just there. Now it's just there till the end of time. And uh, there are a lot of other songs on that project that are pretty good. I, I checked it out, but obviously I skipped over that song. I just have no desire. There's a lot of people. It's a very short list. It's like two, three people that I just don't want to see. R. Kelly. Hmm. Christopher Maurice, Trey Songs is up in there too because he's a fucking weirdo. 
he's a weirdo. Yeah. And I feel like maybe two more people I could think of, but it's just certain people I have no desire. I'm like, please just stay where you at. That's why I get so irritated because I feel like I've been talking about him more recently because he's been in my orbit because of my girls. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, please don't bring this man around. I don't even, please. I ain't even seen nothing about him last week until somebody was like, Victoria Monet was on his album. And I was just like, what? Was she? No. no. It was some other girl named Mida, but I was like, oh. "Who photoshopped that and tried to get my girls?" <laughs> Who did that shit? Who did? I will find you. I will. I will find you. That shit had me stressed for no reason. But yeah, I don't pay attention to him. I don't follow him on social media. I'm pretty sure I got him blocked on a couple things. But like, mm. so he's not in my so, orbit unless one of my girls are in his orbit, and then I'm like, I'm, I'm curious because <laughs> I know I know you have your in real life block list, Maya, and uh, I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering with, with Michael, do you have any artists like you refuse to listen to? I've never heard you say anything. Mm, refuse to listen to. Yeah. Mm. Or just I, like, I don't I've, know, you I've tuned got, out or whatever. The only one I've gotten there with is R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. I haven't, I, I don't refuse to listen to Chris Brown. I just don't, from what I've heard, I'm not, I don't think his music is very good lately. Mm -hmm. uh, if it was good, then I'd be honest and say like, oh, this is actually pretty good. And I, I'll be honest, I'd probably listen to it, but I just don't think it's very good. But refuse to listen to? I think it stops at R. Kelly. I, I can't. Oh, those country artists. Yeah, I, I won't give them a chance. Like Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen might have a great. Like that might be a great album. I don't know. I'll never know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll never know. I'm not, I'm not gonna find out. I don't. I, I'm not messing with. I'm not supporting that whatsoever. Uh, and not to say that I'm supporting like Chris Brown and his antics or actions. It, it's more so like a bias towards like, ho like having hope for being able to discover like good R and B. Mm, as a gotcha. you ain't missing nothing. We got a yeah. list for you. Yeah, me and Bobby gonna make you a good list. You are never gonna miss Chris. For you ain't missing shit. Yeah, I haven't listened to Chris Brown just from like stuff will still pop up on my playlist that I listened to forever ago. I feel like the last Chris Brown song I really, really liked. I don't even know if it's Chris Brown's song, but No Guidance with Drake. I like that song a lot. Mm -hmm. but that was That's like 20 his song in it, or is it a Drake song? He's, yeah, I don't, they might be. They might both be lead artists on there. I don't know. But No Guidance had me in a chokehold. I loved that song. The Chris Brown has a uh, Zane's on a Chris Brown song in 2016, uh, Back to Sleep remix with Zane and Usher, which I actually really enjoy. Oh, but, I remember that song. I, I remember I, that song. Other than I that, out. I, other than, I mean, that's like eight, nine that's years ago. That's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. That's the most recent Chris Brown song that I, like, I can tell you about. Aside from, uh, I'm a little Dicky fan, and that's the <laughs> song. Dicky Friday? Problematic as fuck. <laughs> I, I actually like the song. He's <laughs> catchy. I forgot about it's a catchy song. It's just a catchy song. That's it. it it's is. not like overwhelming or like breaking <sighs> like the fourth wall or anything in any fun way. It's just like really catchy. Even though it's problematic. Really Do you know what about that song, Maya? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, I was going to say, you it came out when I was in college. Little Dicky's yeah. trying to find it. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but it would be funny for us to name like our favorite problematic songs. But I can't think of one our off the top of my head. Our favorite problematic song. Yeah. But I can't think of one off the top of my head. Easily Freaky Friday for me. That's, I mean, that's your favorite problematic song? What else? I can't. I can't think of other problematic songs, probably. Like I can't really think of any off the top because now I'm starting to think of like, okay, what's what's a song with like a problematic lyric that I like? Um, hmm. It's interesting. Sexy Red just dropped a song, and I was like, oh, with the yeah, with the trans that. line, I yeah, was I like, that. 
Bruh, listen, listen. I don't expect shit from her. I'm sorry. If y'all, after the Trump comment wasn't enough for y'all, y'all <laughs> still got hope in sexy red. I'm sorry. Like, if you're going to enjoy her stuff, just do it. But don't, please stop trying to make her into, like, she just, <laughs> some, some prodigy or something. Please relax. Like, just relax on her. Let sexy red just do whatever she's going to do. But stop talking about she the next nut. Stop that. <laughs> None of those conversations. Just let her exist, okay? Sexy Red's gonna be gigantic. I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. I can't what? tell you. It, it is I, what it is. Everything no. I know about her is like against yeah. my will. Everything I, <laughs> everything I know about Say, her is against my will. I don't know. It's like, musically, I know nothing. I just know that she loves Trump and she was twerking at a school. She she's gonna be huge. She loves Trump and she was twerking at a school is crazy. That's the only thing I know about her. That's it. <sighs> crazy though the school thing was definitely wild i don't i I don't for once i'm going to like and it's listen there's plenty of people doing fucked up problematic things absolutely um i think all of them should be treated equally but y'all cannot use anti-blackness as an excuse for us feeling some type of way about her shaking her ass in front of a bunch of children that's not what this is yeah no that's (laughs) not that's not that's not, that's what not that one of all. these things. This isn't one of those. Oh my god, I'm shaming a black woman for like doing. It's not one of them things, baby. She should not be shaking ass in front of a bunch of children. I don't. I don't. I don't see no purpose in that. School districts gotta <laughs> stop worrying about banning books. I don't know. <laughs> Focus on the right thing. Yeah. If she was shaking, if she was shaking ass like that in a place that was more appropriate, I wouldn't have no issue with it because she grown and we can all shake ass. But shaking ass. In front of children is a no-no, and it's not anti-black or or anti-feminist or anything to say so. Like, no, nah, none of that should have been taking place. <laughs> I saw that video it was like, oh, <laughs> why? Why are we doing this? Why is this allowed? Why? Why are y'all dragging people who was dragging her? I just didn't get any of that. I understand the protection of black women absolutely because we get very little. I get all of that, so I get wanting to be that way but everything's not in that realm y'all can't jump to that shit immediately i feel like common sense says that sexy red shouldn't be singing about ass and pussy at a school full of children i feel like it's not a whole lot of debating to be done about (laughs) that shit at all so y'all kind of just gotta let that one ride just let it go i could not believe that shit I was like, are we, we in a twilight zone for real? <laughs> Shit just I, happens you know, now. All these, I look and I'm like, damn, I'm not surprised. Like, I dude. feel like all these topics that keep getting brought up about school and like seeing what people say about it has me like, what? Like, what's going on right now? Like, what are people talking about? <laughs> like, all these different viral kind of things going around. Like, we had talked about the whole uh, like education part last time. Now we're talking mm-hmm. about this. And then I saw there was a clip um, of these preschoolers uh, Ma, did you see that I posted on Twitter? There was like a clip of these preschoolers, um, and they were like reciting lyrics. I think it was from Ski Yee. I think, like Not the teacher. I think the teacher was making them do it or something like that as like some participation. I don't know. Anyway, there was a couple of things, but I was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Besides was it the all this, pop version. I honestly, I didn't even watch the whole thing. But like, besides all the um, whatever the kids were saying, I was like. Are like schools like allowing like when they put up the kids on social media? Do they have, like have to ask the parents first? 
Yeah, they are have they the baby's posted... faces all online, and I'm yeah, like... that's what I, I don't like. Even even if the parents sign like one of those waivers where it's like, oh yeah, we can take pictures of your kid in school and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's like, does that apply to a teacher's private social media? Like, I feel like that shouldn't be mm. counted under that waiver. Like, okay, yeah, you like as the school, like okay, y'all can put you know, this picture up on your Facebook page or like whatever. But like, like I, I don't feel like, TikTok, yeah, um, that's weird. Like maybe if y'all have like a school TikTok, I can agree to that. But like, my kids I for a, content, bro. yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> what the, what you the hell? My check? No, I'm just playing. It's not about the money. No, actually, like, it's weird the, though. It's strange. No, I agree. I didn't like that. I mean, I, I was mad because I don't even remember signing like a media waiver at my kid's school. And like, I found out they had like, first day of the year pictures and they had like posted them on facebook i was like i don't feel like i signed off on this i was I, like I, I don't know about all this i don't know if it's a hot take or not but i don't want to see kids on the internet that sounds wild to say but like kids under a certain no, age yeah no i don't think i don't want to see be up pictures there. and videos on the internet there are a bunch of fucking weirdos out there dog like really really weird sick individuals people love making fun of summer walker because she'll post pictures of her kids but she'll like blur out their faces or like blur out yeah. their eyes or whatever and i'm like Y'all could call her weird and woo-woo or whatever the fuck for being, like, spiritual and believing in all that shit. But, like, people on the internet are weird. People on the internet are selling Facts. pictures of people's children right now. And they don't even know for money for, like, some weird sexual shit. Like, it's not a joke or a game. Like, yeah, I know everybody don't be on the dark web. I went on there a couple of times. But that shit is real, y'all. Like, it's real. It is most of the internet. Like, <laughs> it's very it's fucked up and depraved. Like, actually, so it's not a joke or game putting people, pictures of people's kids and videos of people's kids on the internet. I just feel like we should all just take heed. They wouldn't have no, not me, but I'm not trying to blame, obviously, blame, like, the people who put their uh, kids up on the internet for all the other fucked up shit going on. I'm just like, be aware that, like, those things exist. Just certain stuff, I'm like, oh, like, please don't put... Like, it might be cute and stuff. It's cute to see, like, babies dancing and stuff like that. I like that. I love seeing kids experience joy and stuff. But the internet is just weird, and it makes I me I do think fright. parents it have to be scared. more aware of stuff, for sure. Also, especially, uh, like, not even on a dark wave like that, but more like, have you seen all the kids that are kind of now, like, early teens coming out, and, like, their parents were, like, influencers, and they're like, <gasps> I hate oh, the fact- Oh, my family channels and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, Ooh. I hate the fact that I, like, grew up on the internet, and my parents uh, never even, like, loved me, and they were just using me for content, yeah. and, like- Not they didn't love me. Yeah, they were, like, on camera, they treat me all nice, and then, like, off camera, they'd be doing this, that, and the third to me, and all that kind of stuff. So there's like a whole bunch of them like coming out talking about stuff right now. That's fucked up. Tell you what, if you're growing up right now and you're looking for a career to get into, being a therapist is probably going to be an all time high. <laughs> because what you're, I don't, I don't know about what you're talking about, but what you're saying, I'm sure, is an absolute thing. Yeah, because like, yeah, a lot of the family accounts use their kids. Um, yeah, you know, since they're born, literally, um, and just like, doing that shit. Who? Colleen, you know, hmm. ukulele. Girl. Oh, the ukulele. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she was, she had a family channel and had her kids up there. And there was a bunch of comments about how she treated one of her kids better than the other one, like on camera and shit. I was like, oh, again, crazy. I ain't never watched none of her content, but it, that came out when all the other shit came out. And I was just like, family channels always felt a little weird to me. Again, if the kids are under particular age, like, 
they can't super consent to all of this. Like you, you're their parents, wow. so like they kind of have to, like they just be doing what you say. Yeah, right? they're gonna be like you know, twenty five one day, and that shit's gonna live online forever. And yeah, that's that'd make me that if it was me, I'd be wildly uncomfortable. Like yeah. later on in life, knowing that that exists forever. So the twenty twenty three Game of the Year nominees came out. Uh, and here's the list. Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Baldur's Gate 3, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so for me, I actually haven't played any of these this year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played any of them, um, which is surprising. I usually play a lot of the Game of the Year games. But uh, yeah, I haven't even gotten to Spider-Man 2 yet because I've been playing Cyberpunk and trying to 100% that. But that's next up for me. Uh, but I already, I already know Spider-Man 2 is a Game of the Year candidate just because all the Spider-Man Spider game, uh, Spider games they're making are legendary, so that doesn't surprise me. Shout out to Mario somehow and Zelda somehow still to this day getting Game of the Year nominees. That's kind of crazy if you think about it for like how long those Wait, which Zelda? Um, it came out about... Um, Wait, hold on. What did it, I think it came out this summer, maybe like, a little bit after something. Yeah, something it's like called uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And uh, it's like, you know, did you play Breath of the Wild? I just bought Breath of the Wild. Oh, so it's the yeah. sequel to that. It's the sequel Yeah, that's to what that. my friend said. That was like the next part of it. Yeah. yeah, and Breath of the Wild is like a ridiculously good game. So I'm not surprised Tears of the Kingdom uh, is on here. I haven't played the Super Mario game or Tears of the Kingdom because I refuse to play those games on the Switch that's out now. I refuse. I'm waiting until the new <laughs> Switch comes out so they run better and they look better. My dust, my dust, my Switch is collecting dust as it should it needs to be upgraded there's been no upgrade for like what like six years now five years whatever a long time uh so i'm waiting i'm waiting to play those but i'm gonna play them resident evil i'll never play i don't like scary games i love scary movies i don't like scary games except dead space dead space was awesome that remake came out earlier this year um I wanted to see that on here. I don't know if it qualifies, though, because it's a remake. But yeah, I think Dead Space would be my game of the year. But I am surprised, and Michael, you brought this up, that Hogwarts is not on here. That was yeah. a big surprise. I, I would have liked... I was also really surprised Starfield wasn't on here because of how much uh, money and marketing and everything went into that game. That What's Starfield? Crazy. Starfield is... Have you ever heard of like uh, like either Fallout or Skyrim? Any of those? I've heard of like both Elder of those, Scrolls? Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's that company, and it, this is like their first new game in like forever, <clears throat> like new like IP, and uh, it was hyped beyond all belief. It was like supposed to be this game that's just like gonna revolutionize games forever, and it kind of like underperformed. But it's been a game like over a decade in the making. So mm. it's uh, and also I saw a tweet saying that Microsoft has not had a first party game up for album uh, album for game of the year in 11 years which is crazy <laughs> so yeah i'm a big gamer so i just wanted to bring that up i don't know if y'all have anything to say i'm working on it I, I got breath of the wild what did i get uh the new mortal kombat because okay. mortal kombat is like one of the only fighting games i can play without my eyes hurting because it's just like on one plane yeah so i can play that fighting games yeah um and you can play that Mario game too, then. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I have sensitive eyes, you guys. If you didn't know, I have really sensitive eyes. So, like, certain games, if they move too much, like, I'll get dizzy, I'll throw up. It's happened several times. Um, so, But I like video games, and I want to play more of them. I'm trying to find video games that are more chill. I have my little unpacking game. 
that's my game of the year. Unpacking, unpacking is dope. <laughs> I like unpacking, and I like uh, Animal Crossing, even though I haven't played it in a while. I need to get back because I feel like all my shit is dead. But... Oh, also, I'm sad that Final Fantasy 16 is not on here. That's the one I was going to point that one out. You pointed out Hogwarts Legacy. I would have. Those are the two huge snubs. But like, this is like maybe the greatest year in, in games ever. Looking at this, yeah, it was list, a really good game. I mean, not, I'm over here. I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah, it was a really good year. No, it was crazy because like the fact that those two games aren't even on this list, but the list is actually solid. The only game on the list I didn't play was Alan Wake. I don't even know what that is. Uh, that, I, play, I played the first one. It was pretty good. I played all the other ones. I do think Baldur's Gate is gonna win out of here. I think so too. And I think I think it's just because you have like a lot of the other nominees. They took an already great game and made it even better but with Baldur's Gate that's a game from like 1999 2000 like whenever it came out yeah, originally it was a long time, it was a long time ago so it's not like a super established game it's a game that kind of like came out of nowhere this year unlike Spider-Man 2 didn't come out of nowhere neither did Zelda I was Spider-Man 2 a lot of people was really excited about that was it good I'm, I'm about to get it next week I've been trying to 100% cyberpunk also I know cyberpunk's not a new game but the patch that came out completely changed the game and it did come out with a really long DLC. It takes like 15 to 20 hours to beat. So I, I honestly would have loved to see that up here because they like fixed the game. That game came out super broken. They spent over $100 million to fix it. And Ooh. it was worth it. Like It's like one of my favorite games I've ever played. So I know it can't be on this list, but it should be on this list. Just It's a whole different game, basically. Um, and yeah, they did like a really big uh, DLC. So... That's been my favorite game that I've played this year with Cyberpunk, for sure. But I can't I, wait to play Spider-Man. I think my favorite... I've played Spider-Man, too. It's really, really good, obviously. I mean, it's like, of course it's great. The first one was great. But the last thing I'll say is Final Fantasy sixteen. Man, if you haven't played that, you don't even need to play any... That's the great thing about Final Fantasy is you don't need to play any Final Fantasy game to, yeah. pick, to pick up, like, 7 or 10, some of the legendary ones to really? pop out. Yeah, it's um, like a... Um, like an American Horror Story situation where it's like mm -hmm. a different story oh, every single game. Yeah. What what goes on in are there familiar characters in Final Fantasy that I would know? No. Or? No, it's, not. No. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a completely fresh slate every single game. Yeah, there's um, a couple of them that have sequels, but the majority of them yeah. are just completely, you know, new every single time. Yeah. Shout out to Ten Two, which is a great sequel. Uh, but yeah, Final Fantasy 16s. Oh, we talk about music on here, man. The scores on it should have gotten nominated just for the score in the game. It's so the boss good. fights were amazing. the boss fights visually like, best thing ever. The vis visually having those boss fights, it feels like you're like inside of a movie. Yeah, like, you're what playing they did with sickening. the scope of it. Oh my god! That, now that pushed video games. I feel like in my yeah. mind, mm -hmm. from like a cinematic standpoint, it was yeah. crazy. I have a question. What's Since up? both of you guys play video games, do you guys like, obviously, y'all know more than me, but they have that little headset thing now where I don't know if it's oh, the VR. VR stuff? I don't know what that, do you guys like that? Because I hear some people who play video games don't really like that, so like they don't play it, but Apple came out with one that's supposed to be like super great. That's coming <laughs> out at the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, the Apple uh, Vision Pro. I want one of those mm. so bad. But no, I've never had a VR headset. Uh, they're like they're not very. They're really expensive, and then the games on them. Um, they're starting to like make you know games you could play on them where it's like a full experience. Oh, you can't play any game on there. No, no, no. It has to be made like for the thing. So it's a very like niche oh, thing. Um, okay. But they're starting to make some some decent stuff for it. But it's just too expensive to play decent things. 
So um, it's like a three D movie. Like you can't just put on three D glasses and expect every movie to just be three D. It's similar. There was a rumor, and if this turns out to be true, I don't even know. But this was a rumor from like years ago that Grand Theft Auto Six would be able to be played in VR. And if that's true, oh my. That's oh wild. my god also the rumor is they spent one in the, like between one to two billion dollars to make grand theft auto 6 which it'll be by far the biggest entertainment budget of all time i think uh the the second one now would be one of the marvel movies i think they spent 500 million on it i think it was either it was either endgame or infinity war they spent like 500 million that's like the most expensive like entertainment thing uh, until now, like Grand Theft Auto Six, if it's one to two billion, that, that's crazy. Y'all know about virtual reality porn? No, <laughs> that's a thing too. This that's what thing. Apple's trying to cash in on. No, I'm it's, just kidding. It's 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 a hundred percent a thing. Yeah, I haven't tried it, but I was wondering if you guys have tried it. That's I don't have a virtual headset. Yeah, me well, either. I don't have a virtual headset either. I just wanted to know if you had reviews or not. That's. A- <laughs> but what I will say though, no, 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 no. on this topic, on this topic. But kind of off topic, but it's true though. Like, I'll let my I'll let my go in though. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go in. Go. Do you have any reviews? <laughs> go ahead, Bobby. <laughs> you need IMDB for this, bro. <laughs> Some rotten tomatoes. <laughs> rotten peaches. <laughs> Crying. Oh, go ahead. God. You should start up that website, bro. That would be, yeah, you'd be a billionaire, dog. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dead. Oh my god. Um. No, but had, did y'all ever look into the Vision Pro? Like, do you know how that's going to change the world or not? No idea. Because no. it's going to change the world forever, like for sure. It's really crazy. Not at that price point. Nobody going to buy that shit. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about the price point. It's like the first model. And like, but when it does become more consumer friendly, which it will, um, it's going to change everything. Like it is definitely leading us to the whole, um, you know, like Wally just living in the chair kind of situation. That's Not that's what's going to happen. That movie is terrifying. That's what's going to happen. Like, because. All right. So check this out. They're doing this thing where you can film videos in 3D so that when you watch them back on the Vision Pro, it's like you're inside your own memory, basically. It's crazy. That's a little bit much for yeah, me. That's, that's, crazy. that's very black. <laughs> that's black good. Mirror. No, that was a Black Mirror. A Black Mirror episode. He had the contacts. Do y'all remember that season one? He had the contacts and like it drove him crazy because right. like he was trying to find out if his wife was cheating and then he was like reliving it like over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's like. So, do y'all even know how you control it? Have you seen anything about it? I don't. I don't. I know. I saw when the news dropped about it, but I didn't yeah. look into it. Yeah. So, so like, it. so when you put it on. It's like, you know, it's it's not virtual reality. It's augmented reality. So, like, your whole, like, room, you see all of it. Like, so it's digital stuff, like, laid over reality, right? So you just, like, look at something. You just, like, go like this to select it. And you just, like, go like, like, that's how it works. And then you could do something where it's, like, say you have a MacBook and you're, like, working on it. And you, like, put on the thing. And you just close the MacBook and it just, like, pops out in front of you. Like, all the stuff you were working on. Um, you could have, like, you could be editing your videos over here watching youtube over there no one's gonna buy a tv anymore you ain't gonna need because you can literally like make your tv as big as you want you can have it be like the size of a mountain and you're just sitting and like, like you can tony stark thing like yeah, yeah yeah so it's like if you're in a plane you like put it on and you can then turn it into virtual reality and you can like be anywhere in the world that you want to be and you could just like have a movie screen in front of you 
and like not even That's know you're on the plane. <laughs> and then with the headphones, um, you can have like actual like um, surround sound, the stuff that Apple's been building up in the pros and all that, the whole Dolby Atmos thing. So you got those in, you got the Vision Pro. It's like you're in a whole different like reality. And it's crazy because you can also um, like say you want to be like in the world where you're like in the VR thing in case like, you know, emergencies are going. It's like if someone like walks past you, like you'll see it. They'll like come into the, that's what the I was gonna say. Reality. I was like, I need to like, see and hear burglars. I don't like yeah, that. no, that's that's what's gonna happen. And then yeah, soon it's gonna be somewhere we just have them as glasses like this. And uh that's you're just crazy. gonna walk around with a digital interface everywhere. It's gonna be awesome. I don't like I, can't it. I wait. need I need I need real I life. need that. Mm-mm. Nah, fuck real life. This is way better. <laughs> <laughs> this is you're way not, better. You're not you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> You're not wrong. I feel like it was. We'll have the first hologram podcast. That's lit, actually. Right? Like, I did. We could all be in the same place. We would all be in the same place, technically. That's true. That's true. Wow. No, that'd be neat. It's not. Actually, I think. Are they doing that on this rendition where it's like, you know how you have like your Apple avatar thing? Mm -hmm. I think I could like put y'all somewhere in my room, like your avatar. Like, I can make you like pop up and then like we could FaceTime and stuff. I think they're I think they're doing that. Damn. If they're not, they'll easily be able to. Like a, that's what I'm saying. I want one of those so bad. It oh sounds the same. Yeah, I it want sound, it so it bad. sounds the possibilities sound quite because uh, now I'm thinking about what Michael said earlier. Imagine <laughs> 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 the gutter. <laughs> it is. Mike, you gonna bring up how they have toys that sync with it and all that? Uh, what? I, I didn't know that. That's news they do. To me. That's news to me. Yeah. They do not. Of course they, they do. do. That's news not to me. Cool. I only know about virtual reality porn because I saw it on a TV episode of TV, and some dude was like what using show? it. Dave, the little dicky show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was That's like crazy using it actively. It's like a real thing, apparently. I just wow. know about like damn near everything technology wise. So <laughs> technology, I just is stay up to date on all technology stuff. It's quite scary. I love quite frightening. You know what else is frightening? Uh oh. What? Uh oh. Transition. Where are we going. Transition. <laughs> One. What's the last name? Brittany Broski. Woo! Oh. <laughs> Brittany Broski got called lacking. <laughs> She did the meme. She did the meme in real life. She got caught. She got caught lacking. Somebody on her close friends. Somebody in her close friend. I can't get over that. That shit made me cackle for like fifteen minutes. Somebody in her close friend screen recorded a video in which she's talking about the conflict currently taking place over in Gaza. And how she, it feels very dystopian to her that like people want her to talk about it and different things. And she, she compared it to like a Bo Burnham sketch and, and like several other things. Just very, very, in, in my opinion, it was, it was tasteless, you know, which is probably why it went on her close friends. But somebody said, uh, 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 and screens recorded it and put it on the internet so everybody could see. The irony in that is because I don't pay attention to her, but every time that I do see like clips of her online, it's because she's advocating about something or she was like talking about like feminism and men and and, and our reproductive rights and a lot of different things. Like I feel like she touched on a lot like in her personal show. Um, 
so everybody was really confused when she wasn't outright talking about what's going on right now. So for that video to get out, and obviously TikTok ran with it, and a whole bunch of videos, different videos were made, clips of her put together where she's literally saying, if something important is going on, like, we have to talk about it, because, like, you have to. It's our responsibility. It was just like, I was like, ooh, not her dragging herself. Obviously, she was she was dragged for that. She came back, I believe, either yesterday or the day before yesterday on her, uh, not her main account on TikTok, but her little secret account that people know is hers and uh, put out like a four minute explanation and or apology for her silence. The only thing in her in, in that statement that I wasn't I wasn't super fond of was the whole I'm a white woman. Why do you guys want me to talk about it? I didn't I, I didn't see the validity in that at all. Like because you're white, you can't talk about brown issues. I'm confused. I know feminism applies to like women of all color. Like you've done very baseline, like, you know, overarching things. It just, is it just because these people aren't white? Did she feel like you, a white woman shouldn't be talking about it? Um, and then she saw, she said she didn't want to step over anybody else's voices and different stuff. And I'm like, I can consider like all of that. I, yeah. Okay. But she walked a lot. She walked it back. She apologized. She said that there was no excuse for how long it took her to say anything. All of that is valid. All of that is uh, all of that is cool. And I think she should be an example for some people. Uh, cough, cough, Jamie Lee Curtis, cough, cough, Justin Bieber, all of these people who very early on came out with horrific propaganda and just haven't said anything else about it. Kind of just moved. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, that happened. Let me just like scoot on over here. Like, you know, it wasn't readdressed. I think that it's never too late to correct yourself. I, I appreciated that. You know, I appreciated that she directed uh, directed the response to the people that she offended, which is very uncommon. And that was just a whole shit show. But she cleaned it up at the end. So it's just an example, you guys. You can always... When you when you come across new information, when you learn what the truth of things are, you can always come back and be like, I didn't know shit, you know. But that's very human. Mm -hmm. That's very human. And I wouldn't be mad at that shit at all. But <laughs> just not say anything, I think is very, very weak sauce. <laughs> it's very it's not ain't no balls behind that. I'm gonna need y'all to come on. Yeah, no, it's really well said. Cause, cause my initial reaction, I was horrified when I saw that shit. Michael texted the group and was like, "Maya drag home Monday." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. So give her, give her the special, cause yo, the special. <laughs> I was like, you, you can't be serious, cause I know what her, I know I, I familiar, I'm pretty familiar with her. She's really popular, really mm -hmm. popular, definitely famous person. There's some people that you could be like, ah, famous is the word applied. She's famous for real? Yeah, she's famous. Okay, That's, cool. She's famous. Uh, so to to say what you say and completely like make your platform irrelevant by your own words is just a wild, wild thing to do. But she walked it back. And, you know, we talked about it in the chat already. Like, I'm not going to hold on to any of the spite or anger that I had originally because what is... That holding on to that energy doesn't do anything for me, nothing. So, like, mm. j just commend her for doing the right thing and being an example for others to walk their shit back. Like Maya was saying, yeah, I don't, I, will, I almost transitioned to this other person, but I'm gonna let Bobby speak first. I don't know if I have anything to add for what y'all just said. Uh, <laughs> you know, I shared the same sen uh, sentiments. I do, I guess, uh, I don't want to transition to something else. Michael wants to transition it. Yeah. Um, 
I'll just say yeah. like from a bit. I'll just leave it at this. I feel like big picture, Bobby. At it is big, really big interesting. <laughs> it is really interesting, and I think we, I, I think we should hold influencers accountable, right? But mm-hmm. I do think it's like super interesting how much i feel like this situation is revealing just how much power influencers have come on which is ironic due to the selena gomez comment we already talked about last week uh but it's just you know when you have someone like this and it just creates such an uproar it's like <clears throat> like this person's an influencer right and in a way just like how celebrities and I mean, they still do, but it's a little bit different. Like when we were growing up, celebrities really changed the culture. They're like, the, mm-hmm. they were the biggest influencers. Their voices were huge. Like they could have you hop on waves, get off of waves, stuff right. like that. And like, it really seems like a lot of that power is like going over to influencers. And like we're closer. Creators. Yeah, we're yeah. closer to the public. But, but I want to, it feels like to me, it almost did switch like almost entirely in the sense of like, you have all these celebrities not really saying anything, but then you have all these different content creators saying all these things. And like, it's actually creating a ridiculous amount of momentum yeah. and like information and everything like that. Actually and it's just, changing it's really, things. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really interesting to see that power dynamic shift because like content creators are out here, like changing the world. So it's pretty, it's just like, it's pretty interesting. I feel like it's I'm revealing very proud that. of that. My, yeah, I was, it's revealing you, that. You know what it's like, my, we, sh- we, the first, I used to like my platform. I used to just like, not look at it as like a platform. I just used to look at it as a place where I post videos and live my life and live my life away from the videos. Mm-hmm. But like when you go to these concerts and you get recognized and you see the way that people respond to being around you, yeah, that that put that put that puts a fire in your ass a little bit because you're like, I really influenced this person. It's real. It's it, real. They, like they, they wanted a photo. They wanted to tell me what my video did for them. They wanted to tell yeah. me, like this, this, and that. You gotta take it seriously. Absolutely, it really is. It's and I know, and I had this conversation so many times. I'm like, bro, I I feel like people think I take my shit too, too seriously, and I ain't got no issue or problem with that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have no issue or problem with that because I understand the gravity of my words. I just understand the place that I hold. Now I, I don't even got that many subscribers in comparison to a bunch of other people. I, you know, I'm still on. The, I'm still like a mid level. You know, I'm under a hundred thousand, but I make waves. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, <laughs> like it's a level of trust. It's like I think people trust content creators more than they trust celebrities at this point. They know yeah. they, they know who we are a little bit more. Yeah, and it's like, um, you know, like yeah, like we get brand deals and this and that, but you know, because we were talking about that with like Keith Lee, right? Like Keith Lee's like huge because of how much people trust him and like the way that he presents himself and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, it's it's. We've definitely been losing that with celebrity culture and like kind of the just the uber wealthy. I feel like people aren't really trusting them at all anymore. Like uh, I, I feel I like a lot of that trust has been broken mm-hmm. and it's then transferring over to, to content creators, it seems like. So it's kind of interesting. People were saying she was bought, like even when Britney walked it back, they were like, oh, I wonder if she would have walked this back if she wasn't caught on her close friend saying this, which is a valid, which is a valid question. She didn't want to make that video in my mind. I didn't feel like I, I, I agreed with that person. I was like, she did the right thing by saying that out loud, but I definitely don't think that's what would have taken place um, in the way that it took place if she had not been caught 
<laughs> I just don't. I just don't. She thought she was safe over there in her little bubble, and somebody aired her shit out, and she had to. Res- she would have looked way worse had she just gone back to her show the next week and not addressed the fact that that happened. So I feel like there's optics to everything. You know, I think overall, like it was, it was decent enough for a lot of people. All the comments were positive and like, thank you for saying something and thank you for this, this, and this, and all of that's well and good. But Bobby is absolutely correct. We, we, we are a more accurate representation of people. Even all the comments you see around the conflict in regards to celebrity is trying to isolate them. Be like, why do you want? Beyonce to something say something. Why do you want all these people to say something like they're not politicians? They're not. I'm like, bro, that and that's why her uh her Brittany Broski's roommate came out and made a video because they're not roommates anymore because they were like they have different morals and things. But she was like, girl, it's called we the people, not we the merit scholars and the people with PhDs <laughs> and lawyers and everybody who's well versed in economics and social politics. Like, you don't have to be. It's that's not what this is about. It's, it's, it's just not that complicated and it really does take like everybody like tapping in. So trying to separate people, they're still people. That's why I love our show. Cause I'm like, they're still people, bro. Like y'all, y'all got money, y'all got access, but y'all are still human beings. We said yeah. it so many times. So like why y'all are trying to isolate them with some real human life shit is so confusing to me. Cause, th- cause they do have the most, like we, we have power and influence, like, us as influencers and shit, but you couldn't tell me that if Nikki said Free Palestine, every fan page in creation wouldn't be like Free Palestine. You couldn't tell me if Beyonce came online right now and said Free Palestine that everybody wouldn't it it would spread even more. You just can't minimize sure. y'all trying to pick and choose when y'all talk about how y'all faves is the greatest, and I don't like that shit. <laughs> Cause why? Cause you can't convince me. We talk about how Beyonce is one of the most powerful people breathing right now all the time we talk about her influence and the things that she can do and how she's she's so far and so deep into her career that it don't fucking matter what she do she has her money she has her influence she is forever beyonce that can never be taken away from her regardless of whether she gets blacklisted by the industry don't none of that shit matter she can do whatever she wants that's the case for a lot of uh, a lot of our people who are in the upper echelon as well. So I just don't. It's a horrific excuse. Let's stop doing it. And <laughs> just and again, we ain't got no control. I, I ain't got Beyonce's phone number. I can't call none of these people. There are people coming out. I appreciate Summer Walker. I appreciate all these other artists who are like, obviously, we the conflict's been happening for like a month and some change now. Um, but I appreciate it. it's never too late. I'm not going to be like, damn, you said there's still people under Summer Walker's comments like, girl, you a month late, though, but thanks. Like, we appreciate it. Like, yeah, we appreciate the solidarity. Because there are a lot of things. There are a lot of optics and a lot of other stuff as far as, like, upper echelon and industry and shit is concerned. And people are worried about money and business connections and 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 all types of shit that ain't got nothing to do with what's actually going on, but like would affect their life and their livelihood and shit. And it really just had, does have to come down to humanity or, or money and shit, you know? Right. <laughs> like yeah. it, it really is. It's those two sides of the fucking coin. Like either you're going to use your influence or you're not. And a lot of people are choosing not to. And it's a blanketed thing. Like it, a lot of people aren't saying things. It's just it's a very, very small percentage of artists or, or it, people with influence that have 
use their influence for like all the shit that's happening in the world right now. So it's a it's a real blanketed statement. But yeah, I just don't like the excuse. I'm like, just let them be silent. They're gonna be silent, whatever. Like all of, like we clock it. It's fine. Whatever. You know? But don't make excuses like they're not also human beings. Cause that's annoying. Everything is connected. And I'm gonna keep saying that everything is connected. The Palestinians' freedom is connected to the freedom of people in Sudan. The freedom of people in Sudan is connected to the freedom in Congo. There's so many genocides going on right now. I can't, I for real, I can't sit down and break down everything that's happening to y'all, but everything is connected. Everything is connected. <laughs> that's it. Like that's it. So you can't absolve yourself and be like, oh, it doesn't affect me. It affects, it affects all of us. So I, I I appreciate that, like her coming back at least and being like, that wasn't cool, like blah, 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 blah. Regardless of, you know, the little parts that we didn't like, she's still one of the only people that came back and had the balls to be like, yeah, I was wrong. I was too late. I was this, 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 you know, a couple of other influencers that I really like. Shout out Monet uh, McMichaels sweetheart adorable she came out and spoke finally so to her boyfriend Jalen love them they're one of my favorite TikTok couples because people was in their comments to TikTok girl he's been dragging and I don't even be on TikTok like that but one of these TikTok girls I don't know what she does like influencer wise but she started calling people out and tagging people and shit <laughs> and being like so these are my mutuals who haven't said shit about Palestine I'm disappointed in each and every one of you motherfuckers like and tag their names I was like oh girl yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, act, get active yeah. so then so in under all of their comments is like Oh, she really scared y'all, huh? Mm, everybody coming out the woodwork. Everybody talking about this shit now. Cause she said these people by name, my mutuals. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been sparing everybody, dog. I've been saying this the whole time. I've been real relaxed because it's it's just heavy and it's a lot. And I feel like it's a waste of time for me personally. I'm not gonna spend my time dragging you. You want know, to say whatever? Like my time could be better spent elsewhere in amplifying what's going on. I'm not begging for that shit no more. But I had, had a lot of respect for that. The tagging. I was like, oh girl. <laughs> she was like, oh y'all fuck with me heavy. Y'all fuck with me. Then this is what y'all need to be talking about. I was like. <laughs> so shout out to that girl. I think her name was Alicia. Girl, shout out to you. <laughs> we should uh, close this out, bringing up a very anti-Britney Broski example of all of this. Mm. That's Noah Schnapp. Who? Uh, oh, Schnapp! We're getting into that. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Did you say, "Oh Schnapp"? Is, uh, <laughs> I today, hate you. <laughs> today was handing out stickers saying Zionism is sexy. Is that what it said? Yeah. Uh, and what was the other one? Uh, Hamas, Hamas is ISIS. ISIS. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, stickers, just stickers, my guy. Bros in the upside down. <laughs> 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 Vecna took him over for real for real. <laughs> <You know. laughs> they 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 haven't they haven't started filming season five yet. I know that because uh, David, next week. Because David Harbour was just talking about it. Yeah. Legitimately, you gotta recast him. I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> I think you got I think it goes that what? far. It's, and it's wow. insane. And it's I think insane. He, and I think he's the best actor on the show, but you gotta recast him. They're not going to do that because the last season was filmed at like an actual concentration camp. So I, I don't think they care too much. Oh, uh, they don't. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's why. And that's, that's why wild. I didn't react to it. Yeah. yeah they were in an I did not know that. That's camp. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't know. That if they was care. like the Russian yeah. prison thing was like the actual concentration, a concentration camp. camp. Mm-hmm. They like rented it out or whatever. They're going to give him a raise then. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, not they're gonna. Hey, no, they actually reins. probably are because he's the main character of this season too. So he is the main character yeah. of this last season. Yeah. I just I y'all told me about that before we started recording. I didn't even see that shit, and I'm glad because what the fuck are you talking about? He handing out stickers that says Zionism is sexy. Yeah, we don't. So I the mean, death of children is sexy to you? You a necrophiliac? Hmm? I can't understand. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, my bad, bad. No, I just I can't. I don't even know what there is to say on this topic because I can't wrap my mind around somebody with that level of influence. He has a ton of influence. Yeah, he does. Like Stranger Things is like think about like Euphoria, Stranger Things. Those are the two biggest shows of the last five years. They yeah. just are. Um, and he's a main character on the show. He's beloved. He's very close with the star of the show, Millie Bobby Brown. Like they're actual best friends in real life. Like I don't understand. I can't get inside his mind. You know so. what's really crazy about it is that. I think he he's probably the first celebrity that because a bunch of the pro Zionism stuff. Well, that's why there hasn't really been pro Zionism anything. I I haven't seen like a celebrity be like, "Yay Zionism!" I haven't seen that. Amy Schumer, because who does that? She she said it about Zionism, or because like I I feel like a lot of the conflating between like being a Zionist and being Jewish and then the whole anti-Semitic, all that kind of stuff. Like it's getting yeah, conflated. Cause like, it it's not, they don't go hand in hand. They but do like, not. That's why I like, I feel like he's the first celebrity I saw say like, like be pro Zionist. I like was Amy Schumer. I know I she's been saying a whole bunch of stuff, but she I, has, I'm trying to think if she said anything pro I'm not, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not 200% sure, but I agree with you. Like the, the, the pro, first of all, shout out, Shout out to the Jewish community. Shout out they they've been relentlessly asking for a ceasefire. They have relentlessly been like, please, no yeah. more murder in our name. Like, dude, we don't want any part of this. We don't want any part. Just vehemently against everything that's taking place. <clears throat> so it's really irritating to see people conflate the two. All Jewish people are not Zionists. That is not what that is. That is not. Which is why it's so crazy. That's why I, I feel like it, it really is the first time. I, I haven't seen, like, that's so crazy. Like, out of all the celebrity stuff, being pro-Israel, all this kind of stuff. See, that's what I'm saying. People are usually like, oh, pro-Israel, right? Which I know you're. that's indirectly saying pro-Zionism. Yeah, way. it is. But yeah. him just handing out the stickers saying Zionism sexy is stickers on a whole other level. Stickers are insane. That on is a whole nother level. Very dystopian. <laughs> there, yeah. We've been using that word a lot, but it is. It just can't be real. It can't be real. Zionism is sexy, my guy. Children are dying. Zionism is wow. sexy. Like I, I. That's why Debbie as, as nice like, it would be. Ass up. Listen, I hope he dies. <laughs> in the show. Kill him off. It's the end of the season. Let him be a martyr or whatever the fuck. Kill his character. Nah, Goddamn it. You gotta recast him. They not gonna recast them. That'd be cute. That'd be hilarious. Especially because they're they're filming in like a few days. I I don't know if they're gonna be doing. And there was the whole strike, and they're already behind schedule and all that. It's taking them like ten years to shoot like fifteen episodes. So it's (laughs) they're not gonna they not gonna recast them. But they damn Millie doesn't even want to do it anymore. She yeah, doesn't. She doesn't want it. She she doesn't, and she shouldn't. I don't feel bad. I mean, I feel bad for her because like. Yeah, she's been doing it since, you know, she was like, what, like 13 or 14? I think, yeah. Wait, didn't she get cast when she was like 12 or something? I like, she like, got yeah. casted for it, like, really, yeah, really yeah, young. Yeah, 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 she was very young. Yeah, and they all yeah, were. Yeah, it's been like her whole life damn near, so. 
I hope he don't book, don't book him for shit after this. We don't want to see him anywhere. Do you hear us? But again, there's a lot of Zionists in Hollywood, and they don't give a fuck. They they probably love. He's probably booked more roles now than he did before, just by being super super pro Zionist and pro it. Like I I doubt that we're not, not going to see him in something later. I I just want to burst anybody's bubble who thinks that like he's just going to fall into oblivion after this like no mm-hmm. there's a lot of zionists in hollywood upper in hollywood to like live for that and i feel like he knows that yeah. so he's like playing into it he's gonna be another shit i just want to like make that clear it's not yeah. gonna be the end of his just career like, it might be the very beginning if i'm being completely since we're honest. reading the future here that's gonna happen and kim kardashian is gonna be president <laughs> bobby said on our show because he made me curious he made me curious and somebody put up a clip of North Dragon, huh? And I, th- I thought that was funny, and I wanted to see the episode. But during that episode, Bobby talks about how he watches the Kardashians because he he sees it as marketing, and sees how they they market their new businesses and their new ventures and everything on that show, and and it's basically just like a big they commercial like starring everything. them. Yeah, yeah, foreshadow everything. I promise you, I jumped out of my fucking skin when I was watching that show, and Chloe said. You know, Kim could run for president. Like I wouldn't. And that, be and that was the new episode. Like, that was after was the, I said. It was I said. after he said yeah. that. <laughs> I hopped on my phone. I took a video of it, and I looked like an insane person. It, it put the camera on myself and then threw it in the group chat. I'm like, Bobby, I swear, it's gonna God. happen. I swear. Hey, to you God. saw how you saw how they how the Rock just said the Republicans and Democrats asked him to run for president. That's Bruh. crazy. So, and then the rest like, of the episode was about her that? helping with prison reco- prison reform. That yeah. was the rest of the episode was like showing how she's doing good for the community and she's helping people get out of prison and all stuff. And I was just like, if Bobby ends up being correct <laughs> and this woman runs for president and wins. They're going to be the first family of America. It's going to happen. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> It's gonna happen. No, bro. That shit. That shit made me crawl. I crawled out of my skin. She's like, Kim could be running for president. It just wouldn't surprise me. Like she just does whatever. It was so subtle, and I just remember what she said. And I was like, (laughs) bro, if she ends up running for president, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. The writing's on the wall. I, I can't receive it. I can't. But I saw that, and I was just like, yikes. Yikes. But yeah, Noah Schnapp, um, I can't get over that. Stickers is insane. Yeah, insane. He was just handing out stickers. I didn't see the video. Nah, he was like all happy about it at a restaurant filming yeah. uh him and his peoples, like just like playing with the stickers and handing the stickers out. And How old is he again? Early 20s, I guess. I would just guess. I couldn't think if he was like 18 or like, I didn't, I didn't know how nah, old he is. I think they're is. all like in their 20s now, I think. Early 20s. Yeah. Well, I was a mess in my early 20s, too. Not hateful and racist and shit, but yeah. Zionism is sexy on a sticker is, like, the wildest shit. I'm guessing the other people he's dancing and happy with are Caucasian. I haven't seen the video, but... It's a great guess. Okay. It's <laughs> probably true. It's an on-point guess. They said, were... white is right! <laughs> <laughs> All I hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. All I hear is criticize! <laughs> Don't ask me or mine for nothing. I love Jay. Fuck Quentin Tarantino, but that was a good movie. That was a good ass movie. I 
ain't never seen a racist scene and laugh my ass off like that. It's all, like that shit was insane. How the fuck am I supposed to see out these bags? Hold on, I'm fucking with my eye hole. Yeah. Django's one of my favorite movies, dog. It just is. That shit was insane. Ooh. Insane. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Thank you so much for watching. Okay, make sure you leave us questions in the comments. If you want to see your question in the show next week, uh, follow us everywhere. Take away my mic. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.